you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And uh, we originally had a different idea for a topic, but a lot of stuff happened between last week and this week. So No shot. Yeah. I don't believe you. No. Who, who would have thunk on, on, uh, on a company that streams weekly that would, you know, have, have stuff I, for one, am shocked. Right. That wasn't even the Tuesday stream. That was a New Year stream they were doing. To me, it, it, it just seemed like, all right. The I associate the stream with the beginning of the week, and it was sometime between Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, but they also have Thursday streams. To, <laughs> I don't watch the streams. Do you understand? I just <laughs> go to our Discord where there's like an auto posting bot. Where I can just see what happened and then move on with my life. I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> as cool as you might think. I may have a Nexus Core sweatshirt, but I'm not as cool as you think. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, it's too bad. All right. Well, let's look at what happened because uh, got got a lot of things to chew through here. So, there we go. Starting off, uh, they're reprinting stuff. To begin with. Yeah. Wow. Uh, spe special reprints from uh, DBT04 in Triple R4. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So um, we're getting new versions of Trick Moon, uh, Brainwash Swirler. Finally. Yeah. Uh, some cards that don't matter and in Lip Pulse. Yeah. <laughs> I like the. So for the, the Brand Gate and the uh, Cater Sanctuary one, I think they just picked Triple R's. Because they wanted no, to that is exactly that what happened. Is that they decided that they were only reprinting cards from set four, and so they looked at Brant and uh, Keter and were like, "What triple R's that were in set four? And then they just reprinted them. I mean, I'm not going to complain. Brainwash Swirler and Inlet Pulse needed that this real bad, uh, so I'll just I'll take the win. I, I don't <laughs> care that a uh, Painkiller Angel and Bubble Mine. Haven't gotten reprinted or uh, there are like a million it. other cards that what even is the card they reprint? Okay, so Cardinal Draco Masuria. Uh retire Shadow Army gets 10k until end of turn, and if you activated it for the third time, it also gets a crit. That card is nobody plays this card. Nope. And then uh Kornbach. Uh let's see. Full blast one, rest it. Look at top three, choose a grade three or greater with a different name from this unit, call it, and put the rest on bottom while they suck. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> I think if they're going to do, uh, let's do a bunch of double R reprints or whatever, or they take a bunch of stuff from uh, DBT01. Uh, I mean, they could have just like not done with the theme, right? Like They could have just reprinted cards as needed. Mm -hmm. Like I don't... Okay, Trick Moon probably needed a reprint just for like... Uh, what's it called? Bob Sagra decks. I don't think Dragon Empire really has a big generic card that it cares about right Fortale, now. Uh, what's what's the guy that like when you discard him it goes into soul? But those are both double R's, so it, eh. yeah. 
It people aren't really matter. even using that. Though. Yeah, people aren't even really using the other one anymore. I guess like not. Dragonic Overlord just has a better discard target. Mm -hmm. Um, what when we talked about this on our Twitter, uh, some people were pointing out like, oh, they need to reprint Falcate, Fal the cat uh, that's that just came out in uh, DCO seven. Yeah, that it one just, just came, came out. out. It just came out. Relax. Maybe in the future. Good. Yes, good. It just came out. Calm your tits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brainwash it's also, gone, it's also gone down a bit. It's only $8 now instead of like $13. Mm -hmm. what, do, what do you think is the like uh, right amount of time before you start going, okay, you can reprint that now? I'd give it at least like two or three sets. Like Long enough that most stores would have probably gone through their original stock already. Mm -hmm. You know, and anything that was kind of left over is just like not super relevant or not moving too much anymore. So, not even like amount of time, not like six months a year, it's like sets that you're going by. I mean, we kind of measure time by like how many sets go by, but like. Oh, good. All right. So, it's like LA measuring uh, how yeah, far traffic is by time, not distance. Yeah, because like obviously, as like new cards are released, like the market will change. New cards mm -hmm. come in demand, or yeah. some older cards may become more relevant with new support. And so, you know, if it's been some length of time, so I'd say like two, three sets usually is how much time it takes cards to generally like cycle around. Because yeah. that's kind of what they've been doing recently. Is like they got like two sets two main sets to go along with the anime, and then you have, like, a Craycross set and Lyrical, and I guess, like, Festival Collection, too. So I feel like every cycle of support, they could just, like, reprint some older cards if they're still in demand. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Brainwash Swirler is the one that, like, benefits from this the most, because it is quite literally preventing you from playing almost any Dark States deck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Inlet Pulse is pretty up there. Inlet Pulse Inlet is also Pulse, in everything. Inlet Pulse is in everything, but there are ways to get around it, whereas Brainwash Swirler, you're kind of stuck with them. Um, mm. th there's not really a thing that goes like, oh, for every two cards you put in, you get five. Like, there's not really like a budget version. Uh, mm -hmm. Flag Bird notwithstanding, because it's not technically generic, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, hooray for reprints. Yeah. Uh, a Bangreen set collab card. Why? Do we care? I don't know. Uh, depends on how relevant those cards are, but Bangreen is a Bushi Road property, so they can just like cram them into it. That's right. true. Vanguard. Right. So it's like um, when I had you guys on bad reading when I was still doing that show. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I could just cram you, cram you guys in whenever I wanted to. Uh, Festival collection or Festival Booster 2023. Um, I didn't quite get what the whole deal is. Where there's a, the pre-sale is April 29th, and then May, uh, April 12th, May 12th is the full release. So, like the sneak peek. Uh, yeah, I would suppose so. Yeah, I suppose that would be the case. Like pre-release would be the 29th, and then like a week late, or no, a couple weeks later is going it's, to be the full about, release. It's about two weeks later, which makes me think something's up. Yeah. See, this is why we need to learn Japanese and watch the stream so we can understand better what the f going on. I knew it was a bad idea to take French in college. 
Although Japanese was pretty full up most of the time, wasn't yeah. it? All the weeps took it. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, and, and then you know, if they, you do, if I were to take Japanese class, I would want to like hide the fact that I was a weeb. Uh, good I luck. Like, You're in Japanese class, so. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I feel like you'd have an easier time hiding it than someone like me or Matt would. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't be convinced personally. <laughs> What, that he wasn't yeah. a weep? Yeah. But also... 50-50 like, shot. The cover cards here are pretty interesting. We have some, like, prey elemental looking dudes. Yeah, it looks like, uh, you know, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet up in there. Just the the two opposite creatures. And, <laughs> um, so, who's to say what, what, that, uh, what yeah. that's going to look like? Keep an eye out. Last festival collection actually was pretty big. It introduced, like, the retrains for Orphist and Zorga, so seems like they're not, like, completely against just printing really ridiculous festival collection cards. I'm not complaining. Uh, I'm just curious to what it's going to be. Because I don't think you'd put this in, like, Dragon Empire and Stoikea based on the art. It just kind of looks like it could be anything. It's Vermillion retrain. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're getting the Vermillion encounter early. Oh god. Um, let's see. The DBT ten uh, got teased. Got another new Virena on the front there. Yep. True. Um, okay, so booster pack dedicated for premium and V reprints is in development. Ah, uh, just in time to sunset the formats. <laughs> Actually, I actually have no idea. I'm just talking out of my ass, but it'd be pretty I funny. I mean, premium, they cannot sunset. That would be a disaster for this game, unless they were planning to just end Vanguard, which is not happening for at least tw until 2025. Uh, we'll spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we'll get to, but like... Uh, yeah, like, this has been needed for a while. V has kind of gotten by just on, like, the V collections being so tiny and they can just kind of shove a bunch of reprints into it, but that still has the problem of the VR policy, which should be ending this year, so we will yeah. see if they actually, like, do it, right? Like, if they actually start reprinting VRs. If, if you want to know more about the VR policy, check out uh, Rootbeer's video about uh, that time Luard almost killed Vanguard on our channel, yeah. so that's fun. That did uh, happen. Yeah, and then also in DBT09, they're reprinting the effect triggers! Again, sure. Which I'm it? not complaining about. Except the uh, lyrical one, right? Uh, yeah, because lyrical yeah, is like not here, but I assume they're just going to do that in the next lyrical set. <laughs> you assume. Look, the fact that they did this without people being like, "You need to reprint the effect triggers again," because they did it once, and people were like, "Yeah, good." And then they did it again with us having to ask them for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I mean, this is just something they should be doing, like, every couple of sets, right? Like, they have one set where they have normal triggers for anyone who's just getting into the game that needs normal triggers. And then they should just reprint the effect triggers, because why not? Yeah, mm -hmm. and then that also means you have more of them in your store's common box, in your friend's common box, and help, like, there's more of them in circulation. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. like... Cards like this should not be expensive. I've already said this before many times, but, like, this is something you should be able to just get for, like, a dollar, right? Yeah, no. So these are just things that should be reprinted constantly and be in wide circulation because 
they are basically mandatory if you're running those trigger types. Like, if you're gonna run front triggers, why are you not running the strictly better front trigger? Mm -hmm. Same with, like, draws. Fritz is debatable, although, I guess, like, even though you don't use the skill, it is a skill that you have, so... Like, you should just run the one that's better all the time, right? So, yeah. these better cards should just be available. Especially because triggers are so fundamental to deck building. Mm -hmm. You're forced uh, to it. Yeah. Start with the 16. All right. Um, so, early this is just kind of a schedule recap. So, we're getting... Uh, set 9 in February, we're in the current reveal cycle for that. After that, we're going to be getting the Messiah Stride list, so we'll probably be seeing reveals for that, you know, after this set is done. And then we're going to start seeing things for uh, BT10. And then it's yep. going to be Festival Collection, and I don't know... Something online? Uh... <laughs> I cannot read the Moon Runes. I do not know what that last one is. Look, I'm just saying that the Messiah uh, stride set is probably going to kill standard for everybody. He said based on nothing. Um, uh, I don't think so, just because like the way they've designed blocking, it gets like you just get rid of them. Binding them is annoying because you can't get them back, but like it's still better than having your field clogged up by locked cards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it's less about that and more about the whole like uh, stride, you know. I mean, Chrono's just already doing that. I don't think yeah. Messiah is going to be all that much stronger. Especially because, like, I don't think the Messiah deck list is going to be able to use as many generic cards as Chrono Jet can. Mm. That's true. Doesn't have. Uh, I guess the Crest is a set order, though, so you can probably. Is that no, a set not. order? It's no, it's not. Order. The Crest is its own thing. Okay. Yeah, the Crest is completely outside of the game. There's no. You can't even like interact with it. Oh, okay. Mm. I was going to say, like, if it was a set order, they'd be fine. They could just... Not even a player who has it can interact with it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're just kind of limited by it. It just is. It, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. It just is. Yeah, it just is. Like, you get the crest, and it's just there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're also, uh, in at least in uh, DBT09, we're getting more Bruce support, which, like, Bruce, for the most part, like, has gotten the occasional thing. Outside of the, the restanding... Grade four one, it hasn't really had a lot of love. Um, so, it has it just got like new cards in the last? But, it but it's like like Julian. But it's like nothing really of note. Like it hasn't. I don't know. Uh, still, it's still like top here and there. It's not like the deck has completely disappeared or anything. Kind of like, like they've been like they've been pretty consistent about supporting. Like final rush, I think set seven didn't have anything, but prior to that, like they've been mm -hmm. pretty good about just like supporting Bruce a lot. It just kind of feels uh, meh to me for whatever reason. Uh, let's see. There's also the revelation that D series is gonna it's going till 2025. Uh, yeah. But so I did want to talk about this one because like. So we are currently on season four. They have nine seasons lined up for D. So this does give some level of security for the game, right? Because the game's probably not dying until the anime is over with. So we are guaranteed at least two more years of Vanguard. And also it means because they are specifically saying that Overdress is having nine seasons, that means we are more or less staying the course that we are now. 
right? Because that's about in line with how the original anime shook out, right? Like, Aichi and all of those characters didn't get cycled out for a good, like, four years or so. It was like 2012 Stride was like 2015, 2016. About, yeah. That, yeah. that, uh, that lands. Um, yeah, I, I kind of hope, I, I don't know if they're going to, once that ends, if they're going to start over again, like, all right, we're rebooting the game again, or, uh, you know, they move on to a new anime, or they go back to, I, I don't know, whatever it is that yeah. they do. But um, I hope that maybe they don't need to use the anime to design the card game. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's what they've been doing. They don't necessarily, like, need to. Like, they have their own lore. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh! is able to design archetypes outside the anime, although the anime still does exist, obviously. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, I think these days, uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime is focusing on Rush Duel format, and they're still just making main set cards. Making main, main set cards and then what? <clears throat> I... Uh, they're making like main series cards, sorry, and then oh, like wow. Rush Duel is its own thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then it, Rush Duel isn't in the states, right? It's just no, it's not. They yeah. they just have not released Rush Duel in the West, despite most people agreeing that Rush Duel is just better than actual Yu-Gi-Oh. Really? I don't, oh. think that, I don't think people would agree right now. I think people generally like this format. For, yeah. For what it is. Yeah, but, you know, just the, the general state of Rush Duels. Like, Rush Duel cards are definitely more comprehensible. Just oh. like the formatting of cards. Yeah. So, well, because it's not 20 years of uh, gunk being added onto it. No, like, time. the card... No, like, the way the cards are, like, formatted as a card. Oh. Oh. Are, like, more readable. Gotcha. Yu-Gi-Oh cards are, are... Like, there's a lot of wasted space, definitely. Like, um, Yu-Gi-Oh cards are fucking incomprehensible. I need my reading glasses. Anyway, so we have nine seasons. <sighs> We've got a few more years of overdress, and we know what the time... Like, it's nice that... Okay, for example, a TV show like Gravity Falls, where they go, okay, I'm doing three seasons. That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Get to the end of the third season. They know how to wrap the story up. It's done you move yep. on. It's not like the thing where they're like, oh, we got renewed. Fuck. We gotta <laughs> write another season. You know? Yeah. Um, Legion Arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Legion Arc is the season nine scrubs of uh, Vanguard. No, um, so, yeah, I, I I find great security in this revelation of knowing that yeah. uh, there's nine arcs and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like generally staying the course with this current card design, I doubt they're going to do anything super crazy because I have started to notice a pattern in how they're supporting things recently, where they'll make, like, a couple of sets of support to go along with the current season of the anime. You know, that's about 12 episodes, so, you know, three months, one core. Uh, so that usually covers, like, two sets plus some sort of side thing. Right now, it's going to be the Messiah list and, like, the festival collection. So then we're probably going to get like Prey Cross and Lyrical because that comes in that like three month gap between the end of the first season and then the, when the next part is going to start. Okay. And so that's when we're going to get like Prey Cross. And that's also when I would expect any like relevant reprints for the Prey Cross cards to happen 
I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the next product announcement in like April, I think is probably going to be. That's when the next quarter starts, right? Uh, so that would probably be like a cray cross set worth encounter yeah. cards and all that is probably going to be like uh, DBT eleven, okay. and then we're going we're going to have some lyrical set sometime in between because they have a lyrical set. They usually then, put that out in the summer, right? Yeah, like summer and like winterish. Hmm. Yeah, and then like I wouldn't be surprised around like. June, July, when uh, season five is going to start, that they, or I guess season four of Will Dress, but season five overall, like they would announce more like main sets, you know. So DBT twelve will be a main series set again with like Bruce and everybody, right? You like that's the pattern I'm seeing, and starting from around set five is when that happened, I think, because that's when they first introduced Craycross. We got the Will Dress cards with the new TDs, set 6, set 7, 8 is encounter cards, and then now for this season, 9 and 10, we know are going to be for this general time frame, and then the festival collection, and we don't have anything after that. I believe that, like, May period, they're probably going to do, like, premium and B. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so, uh, it's, poss it's possible that, like, uh, BT11 will actually come around in July when the next season is about to start, so that could actually just be another main set. I guess we'll we'll have to see because um, mm -hmm. I don't know. But yeah, uh, that's kind of the like pattern I've started to notice. So mm -hmm. we'll see if that pattern ho holds true and how it influences card design. But I doubt there's going to be any major new mechanics for a while, just because of like how this is going to shake up. I'm okay with that, to be honest. Um, the fact that they two two out of the three of their formats were like fairly decently balanced, based on what we had, I'll take that as a win. Mm -hmm. Yep, Matt. Matt, what do you think about it? Uh yeah. Uh, it's probably okay. Uh, I I would like to see like some how to say. I want to believe going forward, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? X-Files. Yeah. It's just, um, uh, we'll see. I'm just not convinced as it stands. Not convinced something stupid isn't going to happen? or Right, exactly. Yeah. I want to know what's going on with like the Dragon Tree stuff, because we have been getting those random triple R's that are like corrupted nation cards, right? Is this is going to be like our Link Joker arc where cards get reversed. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Not again. <laughs> um, let's see. Another freaking OT for Lyrical. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean like this thing that looks like over the garden wall? This thing that, is awesome. That card is awesome, but no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like the weird triple R's. Okay, but Rupier, it's blushing. <laughs> okay. He's a um, little pumpkin guy. He is a little pumpkin guy. Bistelvast. Yeah, this was just the first one I ran into. There are other ones, but like, you know, when it's placed, you can counterblast one, choose a rearguard without any dragon tree markers, put a marker on it, and then you can grab like a normal order. Uh, I know there was ones for the other nation. There it is, Fallen of the Dragon Tree. Where that one has the same thing going for it, where you make a dragon tree marker. 
and then when something is placed in the same column, the Tower Blast one draw a card. So I believe we saw these in all of the in the preview for set nine, and then the set in English is called Dragon Tree Invasion, and I know we had a version of it that had this big demon tree on it. You know, the one right now is like Bruce, but Yeah. Uh find that picture? No, it's not here. Oh well. But yeah, you know, we have these like corrupted looking nation cards that go on that have this dragon tree mechanic. So I am curious where that is leading and whether or not that will lead to like reverse units in the same way that Link Joker did the first time around. <sighs> I just it, it seems so you know, cliche at this point. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But but you know, they gotta like get the plot going somehow. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see like where that leads to and what like the calamity cards and the dragon tree is gonna be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the calamity stuff is interesting because it doesn't seem to do anything yet. Mm -hmm. They just kind of search each other and that's it. So yeah, uh, we'll see. And, and then I am still speculating that the dragon tree, whatever it is, will be a grade four eventually. We'll see if that pays off. Yep. And now in the ultimate for the uh, the concept of the blended family. Uh, uh yes, the most recent reveals. Oh my god. Yeah. Alright, so what were you gonna say? Yeah, like we can talk about these. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say? Matt, was did anyone you... else gonna I say? wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, okay. Alright, okay. so uh, I can't go. <sighs> uh, do you want me to read them? Go for it, because I'm, I'm enraged. Okay, so Clad in Prayer, it is a normal order for Dragon Empire. If you have a vanguard with Nirvana and one or more units each in overdress and crossoverdress state, you can play it. Uh, choose something in overdress, give it auto once per turn when your vanguard attacks stand it, and then when one of your and choose one of your units in the crossover state, and it gets 10k until end of turn. Hmm... Okay, so to those who don't know what's going on, they're trying to combine overdress and crossoverdress into one deck. Yes. But I think they want it still centered around Jiva. Yeah. Uh, so we have the Pierce Equipped Dragon, Halbados. Uh, when it's placed on Rearguard Circle from hand, if you have Vanguard with Nirvana's card name, Counterblast 1, put a card from Virena, hard with Virena from drop zone to the bottom of your deck. Search top five, grab a Virena, and reveal it. Add it to your hand. Uh, if you did not reveal a card, counter charge. Okay. And then... Um. Uh, the strike-equipped dragon, Stregalio. So when it's placed on rear from hand, if you have Vanguard with Nirvana, discard a card, search your deck for one card with crossover or one trick star, add it to your hand. And then when it becomes an original dress... Blast one, choose Trickstar from drop zone, call to regard circle. Technically, it's search card with overdress, not cross overdress. Oh, yeah. Or, one card or with... a trickster. Yeah, one card with the overdress. So this one confuses me because cross or regular overdress does not need searchers. We already had Zemina, but crossover does not have a lot of searching ability right now, which sucks because. Uh, it makes the deck less consistent and less resilient to, like, removal for a deck that already minuses a lot for using its mechanic more than regular overdress. 
And this card is still designed to be crossovered, but like, it doesn't. It seems like they want you to put this in crossover dress so that you can search out your regular overdress cards and never stop to think about the fact that you don't really have a way to search regular or a way to search crossover cards. And the only generic Virena searcher is like the grade two that they just introduced, which only searches your top five, which means you're going to miss every single time you use it. Hell yeah. Unless your deck is like a bunch of uh, Virenas, which why would you? I mean, well, your deck is a bunch of Virenas, but you're still just going to, like, miss just because. Especially in Crossover, where you have to be playing, like, a bunch of Prayer Dragons, too, so you can't actually make your deck all Virenas. Yep. And um, it seems to me that had they decided to do this from the get-go, where, like, okay, we'll introduce crossover dress and then eventually make the crossover back over. They wouldn't have things like uh, Virena Erger, who needs That was in set two. Yeah. That was who in needs... set two. This I was know, before but... they decided to make set uh, grade fours. Okay. But I'm saying yeah, The that... problem is that, like, crossover does not work with regular overdress. And they, yeah. like, kept changing the direction of how crossover was going to go. Because... Yeah. Set 6 crossover was basically just regular overdress. You got guys that got really big and had offensive abilities. Set 7 started to take them in a more, like, removal-based direction where you're controlling the board. And now they're trying to make you mash it with the original overdress, which I think is probably going to be the direction going forward. So, like, you know, the hybrid lists are already dropping the set 7 support because you can't fit it in. Is... Okay, so the... What really sucks about this order is that, like, that's kind of the only way to make, the, like, a turn really go off. Aside from, like, just calling an arcs and then leaving it at that, and then essentially waiting for this to show up, um, I'm not really sure how you would make both of them work together. I don't even know. Well, yeah, like, th this card is how you make them work together, but also, like, how do you fit this card in here? You need to play, like, a reasonable amount of prayer dragons to cross over with. You also need all of the Virenas. Trickstar is automatically four slots in your deck. Mm -hmm. And then now this is four copies, and it's a minus by itself. Um, so, cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. Awesome. There's like no way you play three copies of this, though, right? Or four copies of this. M much less three copies. I don't think you could fit that in, even. Oh, are, are we? Are, are, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think if you could resolve this card, like, you could really pop off, because your crossover units get huge, and you're going to restand them. Regular mm -hmm. overdress cards get huge on their own a lot of the time anyways, and then you can restand them. So yeah. you're going to make, like, a lot of attacks. They're all going to be huge. Just, like, how do you make that deck work with so many moving parts? So you need two trick stars, the overdress card, the prayer dragon, and then the crossover dress card, and this. Yep. Yeah. So you know, good luck with your six part with your six card combo. But when you're writing it in a show, you can just make them draw all of that. So it's okay. Right. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, and how do I yeah. guard boss? You don't. That's the neat part. You don't. <laughs> just kill them. You don't need a guard if they're dead. Yeah. And then you know these the grade one. I think does help just because it does search out like a regular mm. overdress card when you play it. 
The grade two needing to cycle of Irina from drop zone annoys me. Do you ever feel like Bushiro just puts costs on a card to put costs on them? I believe so, and I believe that this may have come up in a past conversation. Oh, wait, all the fucking time. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. I feel like if the grade one did not have to cycle another Virena and could just search the top five, it would be fine. They've made cards that do that before, that search deeper into your deck, actually. It's called Burning Horn Dragon. Does, like, the same thing. Oh, also, yeah. there was that, like, uh, Great Suji from that supported the Grade Four Virena, where you can like Tower Blast, grab something from the drop zone, and then if your Vanguard is Grade Four, you can counter charge. I think so. The biggest tragedy of this entire thing is all the all the Virena players were like, "Give us counter charge. That's all we want. We don't need don't, you don't need to make a get it. Just counter charge, please." And they're like, "We'll give you counter charge. We're gonna make uh, it hurt." <laughs> I mean, this is not countercharging, right? This is just like if you fail, you get your resource back. That would yeah. be the hurt I'm referring to, yes. Uh, so, RIP Virena players, I suppose, or crossover yeah. risk players. Like, this, se this set of it seems very confused because they're just now trying to like mash it all together when the previous direction seemed to be like retire cards and clear your opponent's board. Uh, I think maybe set 10 when they probably make something that overdress that either overdresses or crossover dresses on top of existing crossover slash overdress units might possibly just need a card in both states. God, they really like want your deck to just be like 8,000 Virena, don't they? Yes, they do, but then they made the mechanic require cards that are not named Virena. Well, you know, it's yeah. like overdress is going through puberty, <laughs> could be. <laughs> It's trying all this different stuff. Is this my identity? What am I? <laughs> Sounds about right. God. And I'm then sorry. now they're and then this uh today's commons are just like prayer dragons that do things on the board. So like they're still prayer dragons if you need to cross over, but also if you're doing regular overdress, they can just be bodies. Like wow, you know, power plus five thousand, very cool. Yeah. And then when you discard this card, if you have a Vanguard with Nirvana, you can like counter blast soul blast to grab a Virena from drop. Okay. So why is that card grade three? When I don't they know. started the crossover dress, if they began with cards that did like they're doing now, where they're like, uh, if it's Nirvana, not Blah 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 for Nirvana, not Chakrabarti, like the the specific name. This would I have mean, been I, easier. I don't think they have been doing that for this set of crossover cards. It's just the really old ones before they decided on grade fours, yeah. because they originally said the trial deck bosses were supposed to be ever or not evergreen, but last a lot longer. I mean, they did last a lot longer, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, think. Things like ba like Bastion uh, continues to be worth it for the most part. Like you do like a four and two thing. Um, mm -hmm. Magnolia varies. Uh, Bruce, not they really. are printing a new Bruce. Yeah, so that's that's kind of a well. It lasted nine sets or eight eight yeah. sets. Not bad. Also, like people in set six were already going back to the grade three Bruce over the grade four, anyways. Oh, okay, well that's good. Um, 
And Seraph didn't. Seraph was out. Mm. Oh well. They were the great three, Seraph, I mean. Yeah. Mm. So, well, that's not, you know, it's good. And then also, I think the great four Nirvana is probably the best version of like any kind of overdress that the people are still play people are still playing the grade four over any other version of overdress competitively yes that's uh... i think they are trying really hard to make people stop playing the grade four they have not supported it in like three sets and people are just still on it they realized they made a mistake pretty quickly and took steps to try and backtrack from it. And I do have to give them credit for that instead of mm-hmm. them doing like a death spiral where they're like, no, no, it's fine. Everything's cool. We're going to leave it like that and give more like just. Uh, it's like the drill tweet uh, issuing a correction for my last uh, tweet about the terror group. Road. Uh, I do not, in fact, under any circumstances have to hand it to them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Although, like, could you potentially play the Grade Four in Nirvana Jiva? Because uh, I don't sure. think, it, yeah, because I don't think any of the crossover cards actually care about your Vanguard. They just care about being in crossover. It's just that the Grade Four that didn't benefit from the crossover mechanic. But like, if you're now having to play a bunch of overdress cards, but you could potentially like start just jamming the Grade Four back in. I don't think that's a good idea because Jesus Christ, deck space, but you know, you can. True. Also completely unrelated, but um, th- there's like ways to do stuff in premium with it. Uh, Stunverse notwithstanding. Let's see. <laughs> if you, okay, so if you have a unit in overdress, yeah. Any, so but if you try and the- cram them together, yeah. Yeah, the, like the only reason you wouldn't have done it before is because crossover didn't count. But if you're now trying to hybrid them, you could play the grade four again. Mm-hmm. I don't think the... you will because of space, but you can. Also, that second effect allows you to get the second trick star that you need to do the thing if you want to. Every... All of them then. can. All of them can call a trick star from drop. The problem is mm-hmm. like searching out of the deck, which technically these new cards do do that. I will give them credit. They do let you search Trickstar. That is something the deck needed. Uh, there was that Blaze Maiden promo, but you never had enough Blaze Maiden to make it work in Nirvana. So, so, yeah, uh, it, it was a lot of a uh, lot of new things to chew on. And I think for the most part, it's good. I I, I just really like riding on the. <laughs> On the, trying to cram overdress and crossover dress back together. What if somebody does it and it's sick? That'd be dope. That would be dope. If you like, manage to make it work, come come on our show. Like I would want to try out the deck because like it's pretty easy to cram arcs. Uh, I think Expecta could be. Really That's because arcs is just a good card. Yeah. yeah, very very. It's pretty messed up that you can kind of boss one draw too. Uh, but Virena Expecta is the one that's just like when it attacks a grade three. If it's an overdress, you can counter blast one, give it fifteen k and a crit, and at the end of the battle, put all of its original dress into the drop. Yeah, forgot about that thing. Like that one could work. Uh, there was also Valiant from all the way back in set one, where you can overdress on top of arcs to make use of it. Or it just gets like, big, right? And then if you hit, you yeah. stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like Esperorida is great for, so you can't make that work in Jiva. And I think Jiva is probably the play still. 
Well, uh, I, I guess to uh, people listening or to people watching on YouTube, uh, what's your plan <laughs> for yeah. uh, for like, this? We're talking, you know, we talked a lot of shit, but like, I would like to see the hybrid work out. Like, I feel like the biggest problem is just deck space. Yeah. Like, I think you probably have enough ways of like finding the various cards you need because obviously, if you're using the hybrid, you're just going to play the cards that search out all of the hybrid pieces. Um, so to that I say in the comments below how will you make that six card combo work <laughs> make it happen um, uh, yeah leave a like and leave a comment below if you liked what you saw or if you're listening to this on your podcast app of choice maybe leave a review helps us get seen stuff all that all that uh, good stuff patreon.com slash nexus at night uh, thanks to Darren Cole, Josh, Jeremy, GR, and Ali for being $10 patrons. If you want to see uh, more of us, we got a, a weekly bonus show, uh, Nexus Tangents, three of us, sometimes guests. And uh, we got, you know, play mats, we got merch uh, at Nexus at night on Twitter. Where can they find the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. Uh, you can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter, Instagram. Follow my other show at Generation Dan on uh, Twitter, Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. It's also on any podcast app. Uh, and I know I'm shilling for technically our big brother or whatever, but uh, wrong shirt, wrong side. Uh, Nexus Core has like clothes and stuff too. And Richard, Richard just finished this, and it's an, a nice, comfy sweatshirt. So. I'm not going to point you to the link, but it's uh, go, go to go to their uh, go to their page, and he's got links for that. They put Over more there, they put more effort into their merch than we have, probably. Yeah, I didn't make any sweatshirts. I just did shirts and playmats. I should uh, <laughs> do more on that. But uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.